Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Joey. And I'm Mason. This is TBD Sportscast College Football. Where we determine the most important college football topics for this weekend. So on this episode, we're going to be discussing some coaching hires and fires, the transfer portal, and maybe even getting into a little bit of the future games for SOCON this spring. So yeah, it's like 10 o'clock here in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. We're about to just jump right in because, you know, it's kind of late. We're kind of chilling and... On uh, this episode, it's going to be a little bit different because all of our other TV sportscast episodes have been more about analytics and upcoming games. Well, guess what? The 2020 football season has come to an end. Congratulations, Alabama. Boo, Ohio State. Okay. <coughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, so now we're going to start looking at more the factual side. So this is going to be more of a factual podcast coming in the next couple of weeks. And if you want to keep up to date with us as well on any uh, news, whether that's college football, NFL or any kind of basketball make sure to go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBD underscore sportscast uh Twitter is uh you'll 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 see a lot of hot takes and fresh thoughts from us because I mean Twitter you it's hard to hold back uh so make sure to go follow us on there to keep and up subscribe to, date to our with new everything. YouTube channel, TBD Sportscast. Of course, where you're seeing this video right, right now. now. All right, perfect. So, go ahead and getting right into this. We're going to start with some coaching hires and fires. So, we're going to go ahead and start with the elephant in the room. The University of Tennessee has officially fired Jeremy Pruitt over illegal recruiting tactics. <laughs> Mr. Moneybags, a.k.a. <laughs> Mr. McDonald's Bags, oh a.k.a. Money McDonald's Bags. So, for those who are not familiar with this i've actually had a couple people who are not familiar with this even though it's been all over college football news jeremy pruitt and his staff decided to lure incoming recruits on their visits by putting cash into mcdonald's bags and leaving it in hallways and stuff like that it's just it's dumb i mean it's not a first it's not a first that i've seen illegal recruiting tactics don't get me wrong but i just how are you gonna how are you gonna spend money on these players basically and still suck? Yeah, oh my gosh, I know. Like, dude, the Tennessee Georgia game this past yeah. year, like like Tennessee's up twenty one to seventeen at the half. They hold Georgia on a fourth and one at the goal line on like two seconds before the end of the half. And then they let Georgia come back and score like twenty points on them and don't score anything in the second half. I mean, like stuff like that. It's just confusing. I mean, it's one thing if it's like the whole Cam Newton case where he, uh, his father allegedly uh, took money in order for Cam Newton to transfer to Auburn, and then they won the national championship that f- that his first year there. But when you're Tennessee, the Tennessee Volunteers, you're basically spending money on these three to four star athletes, uh, and you still come out of the seasons with a a losing record like it, it's Rest it's sad peace. man and it's not Rocky just Top. jeremy and it's not just jeremy pruitt either it uh their 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 ad i believe it was uh decided to retire as well as four other of their staff members on the football team as well got fired 
So it, it's a whole reset there. And they lost two of their players on the roster to the transfer portal shortly after Jeremy Pruitt got fired. And we will be and getting I, into that a lot later. But Very much. And I, I think there's still more to come out of Tennessee when it comes to like all these players leaving and stuff because they're part of that case, you know, so I, they could get in trouble for taking it. Yeah, so. definitely, which is crazy. I mean, yeah, and the yeah, NCAA could, you know, find these players. They could, you know, kick them out of college football, like any number of things. I mean, it, it could be really bad for some of these players who actually accepted this money because that is super illegal. I mean, like the NCAA, like you know, finding Odo Beckham Jr. at the end of the twenty twenty at the end of the twenty nineteen national championship where he's handing out cash. <laughs> To the, to LSU, the LSU players. players. <laughs> I mean, you also got to look at Chase Young. That same year, he paid he he took money from somebody else in order f- to fly his girlfriend out to the semifinal game, and he ended up getting in trouble for that as well. And he had he had gotten fined, and I think Ohio State got fined. Yeah, but I mean, my my whole question is like, how is Tennessee going to come out come out of this? Because like, yeah, for there, real. there's not really anybody left on the board because. So many people have been picked up within this past week, this past month. And I think um, that's a big reason that Tennessee is not really in anybody's way too early top 25, among other reasons. But, like, this is definitely a huge factor. Well, like, this, this is, is going a huge to, factor yeah. now, yeah. This is going I mean, to back then it was just because Yeah, but, I mean, back then it's before all this came went down. I mean, it was because Tennessee just has not proved to be good no matter yeah. how many times they're put in there so i mean uh, when it when it comes down to who all is left i don't know who would they possibly replace for head coach who would they take for athletic director i mean some people are saying tony elliott from clemson could go to tennessee i don't think he would want to take over that position and the position that tennessee's in right now uh chad kelly uh a former Clemson offensive coordinator, he would be great, but I think he's comfortable where he is now. I can't yeah. remember exactly. And I've so. heard I've heard some rumors and like not like rumors, but like an idea, which I think is definitely kind of crazy. Like when we were talking about Urban Meyer coming to South Carolina yeah. back in back in like October, but I've heard like an idea of Peyton Manning coming and being the Tennessee head coach. That would be that would be interesting. That would be cool. I don't think he would cool. do it. But that would be Peyton Manning or Archie Manning. That oh, that would yeah. be kind of cool, but I I don't think that would happen. I mean, nah. I think, I think what would be cool. I would love to see Les Miles come back to the to the SEC. Former yeah. LSU head coach uh, got fired after a winning season. Yeah, but uh, now at at Kansas, came out of retirement to go to Kansas. I think it would be really cool to see him come back to the SEC and build up this Tennessee team. I think it would be a lot more worth it to him because Kansas just – it's not a recruiting place compared to Tennessee. Tennessee, you can have a lot more recruits. You have a better chance of bringing in those recruits, and I think he could build a really good team and bring Tennessee back to where they used to be, which was a really good football team. And I don't think Peyton would do it either just because he's having way too much fun, like, memeing everybody in the NFL commentator. 
that or freaking uh, the progressive commercials, man. Oh, dude, yeah, dude. Peyton Manning, he's a meme now. Like, not like is in like he's like watched. He's up. a great he, he's guy. Just, yeah, he's he's an awesome person. He's just funny. Like that's what I mean. Like like Peyton yeah, Manning, he's, he's just hilarious. Funny. He's hilarious. Meanwhile, dude, so. Eli is so. So yeah. boring, but he, he's a good guy, too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and try to like move through these next ones really quickly, and uh, they're mostly higher. So so first off, we have former Colorado State and now former South Carolina offensive coordinator Mike Bobo moving to Auburn. Along with Derek Mason, the defense uh, for defensive coordinator from uh, Vanderbilt, Heading to Auburn as well. I I don't like these pickups to be honest. I know Auburn's making a full a full reset from uh, earlier staff, but yeah, I, I just I don't, don't even, like I these pickups. I really agree with Gus Malzahn getting fired. Like I thought he was a good coach. Like I thought he was doing. He, good he is. Also. They just they just wanted to to change it up and try and get back into a national contention. But I think he was the better chance than basically hiring. Well, if you you got to really look at it, this is these two guys are from the two worst teams in the SEC, <laughs> and you're gonna hire them to be on your staff, which I, I I'm totally okay with, if you have a great head coach. Now, yeah, but you don't. Bryant Bryant Brian Harson from Boise State was a great head coach at Boise State. But is he going to? Will be he be able to transition yeah, exactly, yeah. to the SEC from exactly. the Midwest? Or the Mountain West. I don't think so. Because like we've talked about, right? The SEC, like like just as by conference and teams and how, how football is played, the SEC is the toughest conference in college football. Like with, with the number of teams, right? Like we've talked about that in the past. Like with, you know, college football playoffs should be, you know, if you're the best team, you're the best team. Conference not a part of it. But like when you really look at the meat of it and how good these teams are and how rough they play and how, how football works in the Southeastern Conference, they really are the toughest conference. So... In in coaching is at top tier. Not to say that the other conferences don't have good coaching, but top tier coaching no, yeah. is a thing in in the SEC minus South Carolina and Vanderbilt. <laughs> and but when you also really look at it, the SEC you 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 can notice that the SEC tends to hire coaches within the SEC, and when yeah. they go outside of that comfort zone, all of a sudden it kind of uh, gets a little out of hand. I mean, Van minus, not minus Vanderbilt, Will Muschamp because Muschamp was. A higher inside. Well, he was from SEC, SEC as well, yeah. but he was, uh, earlier yeah, before. No. So, like, I mean, Tennessee tried experiencing outside the SEC hiring a head coach, didn't work out very well. Arkansas tried, didn't work out very well. Um, South Carolina technically tried a little bit with Mike Bobo from Colorado State, didn't work out very well. So, I mean, yeah. we're 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 seeing a new. Auburn trend. I mean, even Nick Saban was from LSU. Yeah. So like Kirby Smart was from Alabama. Yeah, Kirby um, Smart. Yeah, he was at Alabama. It was so weird. I know this is crazy, but like I watched a video the other day of when it was the last time Georgia and Alabama faced before they faced off in the national championship in 2018. And yeah. it was when Alabama beat them, and it was crazy to see Kirby Smart run onto the field wearing an Alabama shirt celebrating that they just beat Georgia. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like yeah, I mean, you notice this trend that the the successful teams in the SEC tend to have coaches who have been in the SEC for a very long time. So I'm interested to and, see if... And come from Alabama. <laughs> yeah, most of the time they come from Alabama. But, I, I mean, um, I'm interested to see how 
Brian Harson from Boise State transitions into the SEC. I don't think it's going to turn out very well, but we'll have to see. I mean, he's going to have a tough schedule. He's got to face Alabama no matter what. He's got to face Florida. I'm pretty sure they face Georgia this coming season. Yeah. I'm not yeah, too definitely. sure. Yeah, yeah. Every season, pretty much, yeah. So, um, I, I, I don't think this next season is going to turn out very well. I mean, they still have, what's his face, at quarterback? Uh, Bo yeah, Bo Nix at quarterback. I wish he would get better because he's su- he he's such a great getting out of the pocket quarterback, but he just cannot make big plays when he needs to. You know what I mean? Well, he's he just what I don't like about him is he's immature. Yeah, and Even I don't think it's ever junior. gonna. Yeah, but I don't think it's ever gonna change. So yeah, I don't know. They're gonna have a whole completely different staff. So I, I I think Auburn's gonna have a rough year, maybe two, maybe three, maybe until everybody's contracts expire. Yeah. So. But earlier we brought up Mil- Muschamp, yeah, Will Muschamp. Speaking of Will Muschamp, so I'm gonna take this. This is gonna be balls. really interesting. Uh, go ahead and take it away. Yeah, there has been talks of Will Muschamp being hired at the University of Georgia for what coaching position or what staff position? I have no idea. Probably defensive coordinator. But I don't see why because Dan Lanning, Dan Lanning posted the other day that he's running it back and they're, he's staying at Georgia. And Dan Lanning is a great defensive coordinator. He's better than Muschamp. I mean, he's one of the best well, defensive coordinators. He might, in, in, he might in, not in, be in a coordinator. Football, so. He may be like one yeah. of those like defensive line or yeah, and uh, it's possible. Uh, yeah, DB but, kind of coaches. See, and, and I, I'm I don't know what to think about it yet. I I, ha- I mean, I know that Will Muschamp got a twenty-eight to thirty record at the end of his six-year stint at South Carolina. With Ole Miss being his final loss, and I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to feel. Like it, it, it scares me honestly. Like I, I have no idea if he, if because we know that he got fired from Florida. Uh, I know that he, that you know, he's actually a graduate of UGA and that he studied under Saban as well. But I know that he's not a great head coach. But I don't know that he'd be that great of a coach. You know, coaching just one position. So yeah, maybe maybe if he gets hired and we see that then I can be like, okay, you know, he's actually doing good. He's doing a good job. But again, like I said, yes, he's a UGA graduate. Yes, he studied under Nick Saban, but he got fired from the University of Florida for some pretty good reasons. And I don't know that I want that at Georgia. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know, maybe that's, and you know, completely off my rocker maybe, but maybe that's what UGA needs is something like that to just coach one position. Maybe Will Champ must champ. Maybe this is what Will must champ needs to do. Maybe yeah. maybe like this is this is his calling right here to come to the University of Georgia, coach one position, and help us get back into the natty. For gosh sakes, I mean, <laughs> I mean to be completely honest though, you got to really look at when Will Muschamp was at Carolina, he did have build some really good defensive linemen. So I mean, they're they're all playing in the NFL right now. I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah, and when you look at like like but, if we looked at this past season, right. I mean, the defense held up pretty well. When you look at when they played Florida, mm-hmm. I mean, that was a really close game. The defense held up their end, just, but I mean, Florida's got a great offense. You know, you're not going to be able yeah. to stop the Florida offense hardly. I mean, Bama was really the only defense that was able to stop the, the Florida offense, and even then it was slim. Yeah, it wasn't really even stopping the yeah. Florida offense. But. Moving on, we got Jed Fish, former Patriots QB coach, uh, being hired to Arizona. Um, 
I don't think Arizona's ever going to get it with football. They got cool uniforms, but I don't think they're ever going to get it. I think their last their last coach was cool and all that, but you're you're going to hire a, a quarterback coach as your head coach. I mean, it happens a lot in the NFL. But uh come on, man. You need a quarterback first. They don't even have a quarterback anymore. So I I don't agree with this pickup for Arizona. I know you don't know much about Arizona, so we'll move on S-E-C. to the next. SEC. Yeah. The <laughs> next topic, which is the SEC, which is very, very controversial on the side of how is this fair? Alabama reportedly is on the edge of hiring a second former NFL head coach, Doug Marone, to be on the staff for, I think, defensive or offensive line, alongside Bill O'Brien to be the new offensive coordinator, former Texans head coach. Um, Only thing I have to say about it is Bill O'Brien screwed over the Texans before he left. He... He worked. He had Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. They did really great things. Then all of a sudden, he just trades DeAndre Hopkins, screws over the offense completely, and gets fired as both the GM and the head coach of the Texans. Yeah. See, I, these SEC schools. I don't know what they're on in twenty twenty one, but they are making some wild plays with some wild coaches. I mean, I was saying earlier, I think Alabama is going to be going back to a defensive kind of team, which they're normally known for, except for this previous year, because Bill O'Brien, I don't think, can pull through as an offensive coordinator. I mean, especially with a young quarterback in Bryce Young, a whole new backfield, a whole new wideouts. I I just... Like we said, you know, like Alabama is really good. I mean, Alabama is really good. Yeah, Alabama's really good. Yeah. They're great at recruiting. And no matter what, Nick Saban's going to make it pull through. But, Nick, again, Nick Saban's going to have to take over a lot, I feel like, to make sure that defense can hold up a lot because I don't think the offense is going to be as impactful as this this previous season. And the past few seasons, I mean, Tua and um, Jalen Hurts as quarterbacks, of course, Mac Jones as well. I mean, they're going on to Bryce Young. I, I don't. I, I just that that's already two offensive coordinators. I'm pretty sure that are that are that went down the drain. Now they're going on to Bill O'Brien. So I just don't see it working out. All right. So that is the end of our coaching segment. We are going to go ahead and move into some players. So we're going to start woo, with woo. the transfer portal. Yeah. This th- this first player that we're going to be talking about. Uh, honestly. Although I'm a Clemson fan and cannot stand the Carolina Gamecocks, Go my favorite Cox. Carolina Gamecock, I believe, in my opinion, my favorite at least, Ryan Holinsky, finally getting the heck out of there, heck out of heck Dodge, yeah. yes, and going to Northwestern, Big Ten competitor. Um, really interested to see if he can really turn that school around, and I think he can. Yeah. I think he's a great quarterback, and I Absolutely. think he deserves a starting position there. Absolutely. He's a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback, although their their starting quarterback there is good. He's a good quarterback as well. I think Ryan Holinsky has a great arm. He's he, he's 
he's just a great quarterback, and I think he should be the starter there. I hope he does yeah. well. I hope he does great. I hope he shows South Carolina yes. that they should not Absolutely. have benched him. Show up, Matt. Yeah, no, Muschamp and Mike Bobo screwed him over. He got benched by a guy who had his ACL torn three times. Three times. And he got injured at the end of the season, yeah. right? And was probably the worst like Carolina quarterback I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, I've only been here for 20 years. And I've only been I mean, football for like five. I but. can say otherwise. I mean, Steve Garcia, Connor uh, Connor Shaw. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. Jake he, Bentley. He is Jake, Jake Bentley. Bentley. Okay, no, okay, but apparently he's good at Utah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, no, Colin Hill, he should know. And I think, that was, I think that was completely political. I think that because Mike Bobo came from Colorado State and so Colin Hill decided Colin to Hill. transfer with him. Yeah. You know, he got the starting position, which was totally unfair to Ryan Helinski, who had been there for like two years already. And but now I mean, this he is a exciting job. Though. He was yeah. setting records the previous season. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is exciting, though, for two reasons. One, Northwestern. He's going to you know probably turn that team around, and give him a better edge, because like you said, they do have a good quarterback. But I mean, Ryan Helinski, I think he's going to get in there. I think he's going to do a great job. I think we may even see Northwestern possibly get ranked again next year. Who knows? Possibly. Yeah. And two, carry on Joiner. That man's going to have an even better position for starting. Now, I know we have some good recruits coming in to South Carolina, but I think that I think that carry on could have a starting position. Here's the problem, too, with that, though. Before Will Muschamp and Mike Bobo left, carry on Joiner was moved to running back at South Which Carolina. Which is ridiculous. Because. Yeah. No, it's so, ridiculous. I mean, he really got screwed over. He should have never gone to South Carolina. I mean, he should have gone to Georgia. He should have gone to but, Georgia. He would have had a better <laughs> chance at starting, first yeah. of all. Or even getting playtime. Yeah. Now he's he's looking at zero playtime as a running back. He had one chance the season before um, against Missouri. Uh, and, and against Georgia. And against he, Georgia. He beat us. Like, you, you, put, you, you took the guy out. Dude, you, they just they didn't took, think he had yes, an arm. They took the guy out. They didn't think he had Georgia. an arm. But he, he's a great quarterback. He has he's an a good, arm. He's a Deshaun he Watson arm. type I've quarterback. Him. I've seen him play live. He's a Deshaun Watson type quarterback, and if they really gave him the chance, I think he would have been great. I think he would have really helped that team out. Yeah. But, you know... The way the way South Carolina was moving through everything, it just wasn't working out. Luckily, they found a great quarterback in Ryan Holinsky, yeah. but unfortunately, they replaced him as well, and he's on the move. Hopefully, to carry on, Joiner yeah. follows his footsteps. We'll see. Dude, I hope I hope to carry on, Joiner goes somewhere else. Like, I don't think he should go to Georgia because our quarterback room is pretty stacked right now. Like, yeah. I don't know, if, I don't know if Stetson is a better quarterback than than to carry on, but he might be. I don't know. I had to see him play, but. They like I don't think he should go to Georgia anymore. I I mean, where do you think would be a good fit for him? I mean, honestly, Auburn. That's that's the school that comes to my mind at first is Auburn. Missouri. Yeah, that is yeah, that's a good one. I think Missouri. I think Missouri, if they have the right quarterback and they add on a little bit on defense, a lot on defense actually, I think they they would be a really good team. And I think on Joiner could really. Be a lot of help. I mean, Kelly Bryant, who transferred from Clemson to Missouri, um, he helped him out a good bit. I mean, it's Missouri, though, and Kelly Bryant wasn't all too great. But, you know, so. Yeah. So continuing on in the transfer portal, today, actually, Tennessee running back Eric Gray entered the transfer portal. 
That, and that was one of those players I was talking about. And, I mean, I think that was because he was one of those guys who possibly could have taken money. Because that's, that's what originally took his – that's what originally put this case on the map. Because I remember uh, um, he was one of the first players that they were kind of looking into. And all of a sudden he, he had tra- – he entered the transfer portal. And all of a sudden he was not wanting to play anymore. So, I mean, you know, I it, it's very questionable. And I think yeah. soon he might be caught, might not, if he gets out of there. And, but, and we know Jarrett Garantano, he's in the he's in, know, he's in the I mean, transfer I portal think, now. Yeah, he's I been in the he transfer to, portal. Yeah, I think he wanted to leave because he, 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 he knew that Tennessee wasn't going anywhere and yeah, he wanted no, to be on knew, a team yeah. who had a chance, you know? Absolutely. So. But, yeah, all right, so moving on from Tennessee, moving up north to Ohio State. And the, we're moving on from transfers completely now. This is just some decisions to move on to next season. Chris Olave Unfortunately. Is, uh, Chris Olave <laughs> has officially announced that he will be returning to Ohio State for his season's his senior season at Ohio State for the 21-21 season. Uh, interest, interesting choice. I mean, there's a lot of good wide receivers in this draft class, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not too like questionable about it. But also, I'm like he was one of the better yeah. wide receivers in this class, so I, I really thought he was gonna go because that should have been what he done, he had done. Yeah. Because he would have, he would have, he would have gotten drafted. It wasn't oh, yeah. like he wasn't gonna get drafted. It was just I think he's looking for a higher draft pick. I don't think it's gonna happen though. Yeah, and I don't think this is a good idea uh, for him simply because Justin Fields is declared for the draft. Yeah, Justin. That was another thing. Justin Fields declared. They don't have you know that great quarterback in Justin Fields anymore. So it's I mean, like, even who if is they, the next if, quarterback? I have no clue. So it's like it's somebody that I've never even heard of. So it's yeah, like yeah, so, it, so yeah, and that's another thing too. It's like you could have a bunch of weapons downfield, but if you don't have anybody that can get it to you, what use is it to you? Yeah, I mean, he's risking a lot. I've already put out my prediction for next year. Ohio State will not be in the, in the top four at the end of the season. I do not believe no. that they will be in the CFP. No. I, I think that they had too many people leave. I mean, all their starters now, except for Alave, left. Which is something we need to talk about next week because I, I saw a few things on Instagram. Again, if you're not following us on Instagram, at TBD underscore sportscast. Uh, I saw something on Instagram saying uh, it was uh, – Fox, it was Fox uh, Sports. They are putting out their uh, predictions for the bowl games next year, and mm. they put Clemson outside of the cl- the yeah. college football playoffs. I saw that. Yeah. They put them up against o- Iowa State, and they put Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, and Oklahoma all in the playoffs. And I was like, yeah. all right, yeah. one of these things doesn't look like the other. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get into that next week. So, For sure. But, but yeah, it, it's just it's just not looking good. And, and two, I mean, yeah, you may have wanted a higher draft pick, but if your team doesn't really do anything next year, then you're not really going to prove to the draft people that they want you. And you could get injured in the first game. Exactly. He was injured this season, too. So that's yeah. the scary thing, too. I mean, even Omari Rogers from Clemson is declaring for the draft. Not a lot of people think he's going to go super high compared to uh, how high T. Higgins went. Uh, granted, T. Higgins was an outstanding wide receiver for Clemson. And goodness gracious, he should have gone higher, honestly. Yeah. But Chris Olave, 
was one of the better receivers in this class, and I really think he should have went into the draft. But no, he 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 thinks he's got one more season left to do better, show more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and 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 an example though of like a team that I think that, and I'm not trying to be biased here because it's Georgia, but at Georgia, you know, this coming year would be a great year. I feel like for you know people to actually come back for their senior seasons. Always mm-hmm. injury, injury is always you know something that is. Like you could hurt your NFL draft chances, but yeah. like, look at this, like, like Zamir White, Zamir White is coming back for his senior season. Yeah. And, and I don't blame him because this past season for Georgia started out as a wreck. Like I have never seen a team start so crappy at the beginning and just get so much better throughout the season. Now the yeah. ball game against Cincinnati is questionable, but we've already talked about that. Why that's yeah. why that's why that was well a lot of guys didn't play <laughs> exactly yeah and, and that's any bowl game we've talked about that in the past couple episodes but big time like our our season this past season sucked because of our quarterback situation like we didn't we could not figure that out until JT Daniels got in there and what does JT Daniels do as soon as he gets in dropping bombs left and right to you know I don't know Kieris, about bombs but... Pickens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you see the Mississippi State game I saw the Mississippi State game I, I don't and care yeah he's Mississippi one of the best yeah. State games no I, I I would literally go as far to say that JT Daniels is probably the one in one of the top three quarterbacks in college football right now but maybe that's besides the point but now like we have JT Daniels he's leading the team he's a great passer yeah. he's a great you know in the pocket I mean he's really good quarterback and he is going to help us, like I've mentioned before in the past couple episode, in the past couple episodes. He's going to help us do really well next season because if you don't have a quarterback, like I just said a couple minutes ago, you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a team. No, if you don't have somebody who can get the ball downfield and get the ball out to your runners. You don't have a team. If you don't have somebody who can't lead, you don't have a team. Yeah. So now that we finally have our quarterback, we are going to do a lot better next season, and it is going to be way better than this season, even though we start against Clemson. And like we talked about, yeah. Too, the Clemson game is not going to be a blowout on either side. It's going no. to be a back-and-forth game, and it's going to be a good one. Probably like but, one of the uh, best games that we see all season. For sure. But speaking of that Clemson game, though, it's unfortunate for you, Mason. We'll be fine. Your defense is not going to match our offense. We'll see. This just in a few days ago. Nolan Turner has officially announced that he will be returning alongside Darian Kendrick and James Skalski and Justin Ross star wide receiver out for the season because of a spinal injury. Really unfortunate. It was, he was, Oh my gosh. He, 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 he honestly was looked at possibly to do better than what, um, you know, that, that guy who won the, uh, the Heisman, he was Justin Ross was supposed to put up numbers just like him. Yeah, and unfortunately he had that spinal injury, yeah. which really cost him a lot. And it was really scary. A lot of people don't even want him to be coming back because they're worried. It's the point now, and the thing I love about the Clemson culture is that um, we don't look at our players just as players, and you can really notice that with Justin Ross because a lot of us have if you go on Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that, you'll see a lot of people commenting, trying to reach out to him and be like, you don't gotta like, look, we respect you as a player. We know you're this great wide receiver and stuff, but you're risking a lot going back out there after coming off a serious spinal injury, which could have paralyzed him, even killed him. Yeah. 
and he he he's wanting to come back and return to football and play and play his heart out. And we know yeah. he's going to play his heart out, but you see a lot of these these fans saying you don't got to. Yeah, and I mean Dabo and the coaching staff may even do what Kirby and the Georgia coaching staff did with JT Daniels. I mean they not even they may not even like let him play till till mid season. Like we don't know and we won't know until know. until we start. You know what I mean? But I think it's I think I think next season is going to be an exciting season for well two teams specifically, maybe three. Okay. The first two that I definitely say is going to be Clemson and Georgia. Oh, big time. And, like, that's going to be great because, you know. It's going to be the best game of the year, the first game of the season. Oh, yeah. It's going to be two teams who both already deserve to be in the playoffs. Just looking at their rosters, looking at their schedules, they both deserve to be in the playoffs starting off. And it sucks because one of these teams is going to start out with a loss. I mean, I really hope it's not Georgia. You really hope it's not Clemson. But, you know, and, and I think that the CFP committee and probably not the AP poll, but the CFP committee will definitely take into account that that was the like probably like the two best teams in college football starting. And I really believe that they are going to be the two best teams in college football. Oh yeah, they're going to be one, number one and number two. Like and I think I mean, that Alabama's still going to be up there, but I mean I don't know maybe one hundred percent. But with all then. these hires yeah. like Bill O'Brien yeah. and Doug Marone, I'm not too sure right now. Yeah, we'll see. But the third team that I think that um, is going to be really exciting to see is Oklahoma. Yeah, you're right. I've expressed this before. Their defense really came through towards the end of the season. Their offense is always incredible, and I'm really excited to see how those three teams turn out this season. But yeah. we'll just have to wait till then. Definitely. And, uh, you know, just continue speaking about that uh, Georgia-Clemson game and uh, these returning players. Bet you five bucks. Skalski is ejected in the first half. Bro, it's either going to be Nolan Turner or Skalski. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. Man, or, Darian, or Darian Kendrick's going to get a pass interference. Who knows, man? I'm not going to oh, lie. This, so, oh, that was so funny. Dude, this and pass. The game? Oh, that was funny. I love how when I first brought up Darian Kendrick, because he, he was lights out. He was incredible yeah. at the beginning of the season. As soon as I bring him up, he started pissing me off the rest of the season. I was like, every time I would turn to my dad and be like, why is he covering him? Like, really? We, we're going to lose this. <laughs> like, uh, he made me mad for the rest of this. He was Mr. P.I., I swear to God. Dude, welcome to the TBD Sportscast Comedy Hour. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it's 10 o'clock and almost we're 11. recording, almost 11, we're recording this. And, I mean, this is really just stuff that it's not the analytics that we love, but it, it's still stuff that we're intrigued by and we still enjoy yeah, talking definitely. about. And you're gonna see a you're gonna see a way more relaxed TVD Sportscast college football in the 100. percent And you're gonna be you're gonna be seeing a lot of segments coming up um, that we're we're thinking through. We're coming up with, uh, and I'm really excited to see some of them come through next episode, possibly because honestly, I think we've talked through all the exciting stuff for this episode. Heck yeah! So right back here every week for a new episode. That concludes this podcast. I'm Mason. And I'm Joey. And this has been TBD Sportscast College Football. Bye-bye.